0: Cloud Speaker Studios.
1: This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. have any kind of plan.
2: (laughs) I have a plan. I'm gonna go to Sarah and tell them to stop.
1: Okay, we... I know we've got to stop this, but we... We shouldn't just be walking up there without some kind of plan. That's what I did before, and that's how I ended up in a phone booth. So, maybe we should just take take a minute here. I know this is sort of out of character for me, but we don't know exactly what we're walking into or how bad it is.
2: It's probably gonna be bad, like, I'm just gonna level with you there. This is not a good situation we're walking into. But also, I don't think that inherently makes Sarah a bad person, or almost person, not really sure what to call them because, you know, zombie, but I don't think this situation means Sarah's bad. I think Sarah is just afraid, and has the power to summon an armada of zombies. So, you know, if I'm afraid that's going to be my first move, I think we just need to talk to them.
1: Fine, we'll try. I mean, if we can get to her. Yeah, I I suppose. Hal, I'm sorry. This is all all my fault.
2: Well, yeah, but we can get past that.
1: I'm going to try to do everything I can to fix it.
2: Yeah, that's all I expect. We all fuck up. (laughs) We just gotta fix it.
1: Uh, any idea how we're gonna get through if there are any zombies in between us and Sarah?
2: Well, the main problem currently is that one of us is gonna go into this without having a weapon. Given the fact that you seem a little more trigger-happy than me when it comes to holding a gun, I would say don't give you the gun, but also, you'll probably take care of more zombies that way, so... Take this and shoot zombies, not the president if he comes out of the White House.
1: You know, you keep stressing this, like this is something that I would regularly do.
2: Have you met you?
1: Ash takes the gun. Thank you for trusting me with this.
2: Don't betray. Let me investigate what, if you would like to do this scene with Ash.
3: So, you're, you're investigating here?
2: Um, oh, I'm actually legitimately investigating around the National Ball to see if there's a fence post Hal can rip out of the ground for protection. Honestly, a lot of
1: the shit is, like, under construction a lot because it's very old and they have, like, a lot of wood and pipes and scaffolding and shit because I remember this from when I went, like, a year or so ago.
3: Um, just, just roll to investigate. I'm rolling to find
2: weapon. That's not a good beginning <laughs> roll. That's an even worse one. That's a four, so I don't care how many points I get. Uh, so Hal Bishop just walks over to a stop sign and <laughs> <laughs> begins going,
3: eh, eh, fucking <laughs> stuck. <laughs> it does nothing. It doesn't budge at all.
2: All right. Um, I guess it's righty and lefty for me.
1: Well, I'll do my best to try to, to do, give you, give you cover. Let's, Let's go. This is what we're left with. This is what we're doing.
2: Left with a a singular gun and our wits against the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go.
3: As you get closer to the mall, you can start seeing bodies in between the trees. still raining very hard, so you can't see what they are, but you notice that they're lined up like they're surrounding the mall.
1: Well this is a this is certainly a development Look, just keep keep your eyes open Bishop
3: So they're not
2: so these aren't bodies laying down these are bodies
3: standing standing facing them all
2: So at least they're not coming after us right now right? Yeah I suppose Maybe they'll only attack one at a time. Like a Walker, Texas Ranger situation, and we'll
1: walk out of this all right. Good, good positive attitude.
3: You, as you, as you are walking towards the mall, there's hundreds and hundreds of zombies at this point. They open up so that you can start seeing the water inside of that, that space, and you see it, it looking like it's boiling at this point. And you can hear Sarah reading out of the Necronomicon
2: and could you not <laughs> Could you not right now
3: <laughs> hal begins rushing towards the source of the reading
1: yeah we're, we're, we're running there together yeah
3: all right and then the the zombies um kind of rush with you and kind of uh block you being able to reach sarah but you are within speaking distance to sarah at this point
0: sarah sarah what are you doing I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to- I don't know if I'm trying to fix this. I don't know if I'm trying to summon zombies. I don't know. Well, then
1: stop!
0: Just- just-
1: st- no! Why? Because I need to do something. You don't do anything. Well, what what you're doing is bringing a- Jesus, there are so many of them. You're bringing a, a whole- the mass of, of the undead on here. They're going to hurt a lot of people. You need to stop, Sarah. This... I know that you're scared, and I, we, we can just talk. But the, what you're doing right now, it's just
0: going to put people in danger. You, we can stop this together. Oh, I'm gonna hurt people. The Department of Transportation is gonna keep hurting people. Currently there's only one person summoning an army, and it's you. Well, there's a whole department of people getting not only people hurt, but also these creatures hurt. And what are you doing about it? Sarah, I, look, I know that there's just a whole bunch of
1: untethered memories going around in your head right now, and it's just frightening you, and you're, you're, I, you're confused, and you need to stop. Let's stop, and let's talk about it. We need to take care of this problem, and then we can just move the zombies so we can talk! Look, and, uh, Ash takes out the gun and makes a show of, like, putting it on the ground. We just want to talk to you.
0: I don't understand Latin. I don't know how to move the zombies. If you don't understand what you were doing, why were you screaming it out from the book?
2: They're scared, Delaney. I told you this. They don't know what they're doing.
0: If we try to get to you, are they going to hurt us? I think there's only one way to find out. Not a great
2: answer. That seemed threat adjacent, and I don't appreciate. Like, Sarah, I understand you've got issues with the department, with the whole big shebang of what we do. And believe me, I might too. What? But, at the end of the day, we are, we're the same. We got invited into them. We got invited into the department of the weird and it's fucking weird and it's difficult and you never know what's happening, but you can't let it take control from you. Take it personally from me. I did not put being a goddamn cult leader on my bucket list, but I did but you can't let this corrupt you. You can't let this feeling corrupt you.
0: Hal, I'm already dead. think that's a good
2: argument for being the best person you can at this point, because you're already working in a handicap.
0: because yeah, I'm surrounded by such great people, right? You got me?
1: Sarah, Sarah, sir, we just... We, we just want to help you. I'm... I don't know what you remember exactly, but... I'm sorry for whatever it it was that's got you upset that I may have done, I don't know. But right now, we're just trying to help you and not have anyone else get, you know, maimed or eaten or killed by a, a
0: zombie. Why didn't you do anything about the director? What? Why is he still in there? You know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. I don't know what you're talking about right now.
1: Sarah, look. Now is not the time or place. Now is not the time or place! We can deal with this after! We- we have an immediate threat that we need to take care of. Right now, I don't have- we don't have time uh, to deal with whatever it is that you're upset about that you may or may not remember. Let's- let's deal with this first, please!
2: Um, While this is going on, uh, Hal is actually looking down and trying to send a message to Cooper's beeper saying National Mall, basically saying, yo, get down here. Cool.
3: And, and it, it sends just, just fine. Okay. um, There is, there is no response.
2: Doesn't text and drive. I appreciate that.
0: All right. Let's, let's say I do give you the Necronomicon. Let's say we figure it out. We figure out how to wipe out the zombies. What happens to me? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know
1: what will happen. But look around. This is not sustainable.
2: Wait, hold on. No, fuck that. Sarah, I made you a promise. The Department of Transportation didn't. The Department of Weird didn't. I made you a promise.
1: Look, Hal, I don't know if that's a promise We, we can... I don't know what will happen if we try to... You know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. We don't have the- the- the page is still missing. Is it?
0: What? Is the page still missing, Ash? I- Yes, we couldn't find it. What are you talking about? Did you find it? (laughs) Yes, I did find it. It's in my pocket. Then we can fix this! We don't fix this until I know that nothing's going to happen to me, and frankly, I don't trust either of you at the moment. I'm only saying I can't make you... I don't...
1: I don't know what will happen when I read from the book, but we know that you're different from every other zombie that has appeared. So, ostensibly, just because we put the rest of them to rest, it doesn't necessarily mean you
0: will be too. I'm different than the other zombies, but am I different than Ralph Ash? Am I different from Susie or Tim? Or Scout or Sparky? Am I different from any of them? You were my partner. I was your partner.
3: You and then as as you say that, you can hear like an like a an old ancient engine uh from the uh from the Ford Fiesta just revving through uh like a bowling ball rushing through pins knocking about like 20 zombies out and just seeing them just kind of explode uh from from the force uh, because their limbs are so um, not well put together at this point and and um uh Cooper opens the door uh jumps up and says you said national ball and I came and he salutes I really you
2: really wish you had stayed in that car but really wish you had stayed in the car Um, kind of was hoping you could just like drive around and kind of protect the exti- you know what it's whatever you're here
1: Um, so I assume that in this moment a car you know appearing and uh, smashing through a whole bunch of zombies is gonna Kind of distract everybody. Everybody's going to be a little thrown off their rhythm. Yes. Oh, fuck. I would like to roll to tackle Sarah.
3: Oh, hell oh. yeah. Let's do. Okay, here we go.
1: Never tried to make a move against another player character, but.
0: Okay.
1: Ooh, alright. That's a. Oh, wait. Shit. Because that's that's a nine, but I have a minus one. Oh, yeah, it would have been a mixed success no matter what, huh?
3: Okay, so it is a mixed success. It works. You get to choose one option from the list below, and so do I. All
1: right. Uh, I guess your target is primed and ready to attack and can do additional harm. Because I want to get the thing that I need. The whole reason that I fucking tackled you is not really to hurt you. It's to get something.
3: All right. So, and then the other one, I'm going to do kind of the same thing with uh, something valuable breaks. But in this case, it doesn't break. Uh, the Necronomicon flies out of Sarah's hands, um, causing the zombies just to stand there. It's about 10 feet away from you. But as soon as you knock Sarah to the ground, her head hits the, hits the ground. Um, you, you all are on the, the sidewalk uh, next to the, next to the pool. And uh, Sarah hits her head taking two harm. So on your on your character sheet, you will take two harm here, causing a blinding pain and that that blinding pain makes you flashback to the moment where you died. You both are in Louisiana. You've been chasing this telekinetic for a few weeks now. He has been killing people but killing people on accident like it's not something that he can control and this is kind of your final confrontation between this this person who can't control sarah i i can't i can't control this it's not gonna happen I, i'm gonna kill the
0: sparky I know you're scared, but I know you can I know you can do this. I
3: don't think I can. Just
0: focus, okay? We'll go to a doctor. We'll figure this out.
3: What fucking doctor is gonna save me here? I don't
0: know, maybe like a mood stabilizer or something. We can figure it out. It doesn't have to be like this.
3: Ash, Ash, maybe maybe you were right. Maybe it's time that we take care of this.
1: If that's your decision, then I can help you.
3: I I can't hurt people anymore.
1: I mean, if you if you come with us back to the the to the DOW, we can we can help you. It, it doesn't have to be this way. There's still hope if you just just have to just trust us. Just come back with us. We can't take him back to the DOW. It, that's what do you, Sarah? That's the that's the only place where we're going to be able to get him help, like like he just said, we can't just go to a, a regular doctor right now Sparky has two options available come with us and get help or he's going to hurt more people and the other one is, you know, it's an option
0: that I don't want to do you have a very interesting definition of the word help
1: Ash
3: Sarah, what are you talking about?
0: Don't, don't, this doesn't concern you. You know damn well why we can't take him back, Ash. That is the only way
1: that we are going to get him any kind of the attention that he needs. Sarah, we're supposed to be on the
0: same team here. You are not helping. I'm trying to help. Actually, help, not your definition of it.
3: What's gonna happen to me in Washington, D.C.?
0: Nothing. It's. It's fun We're going to, we are going to help you. Nothing. You're not going to Washington, D.C. You have
1: been like this ever since you had the meeting with the director. What happened?
0: I don't want to talk about him.
1: Well, it's clearly affecting your ability to do your job. As my partner, I think we should, I mean, now is not a great time and place. But we need to work this out. I I, I can't have us at, at opposite ends. We need to be able
0: to trust each other. I agree. So hit the yellow pages. We will call every single doctor and we'll find him help a different way. Sarah, look, this isn't
1: up for discussion. You're not my boss, you're my partner. Well, you're not acting like it. We have to, oh, spark, Sparky, calm, look, calm sparky. down. Sparky. Calm down, it's fine. Sparky, you're gonna be okay. It's going to be fine. I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry.
3: He begins to lose control again releasing a shockwave from his head that knocks Delaney back, but catches Sarah. Before she dies, she lets out a scream. And we come back to the scene. Ash has just tackled Sarah to the ground. Um causing the book to fly off. Ash, uh with this two you kind of lose your footing a little bit and fall off the side of Sarah as you tackle tackle her. And Sarah is in a prime position to attack you directly. Sarah, what do you do?
0: Oh I'm gonna roll to to beat the shit out of Ash, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Alrighty. laughs> it's a three and then I only get to add two. <laughs>
3: So a five. Yeah. Um, it does not work in this case. And um, you get to choose one of the options in that list, and I get to choose uh, one of the options in that list. And it does not work.
0: Target calls in reinforcements.
3: So target calls in reinforcements. And I'm going to say your target gets the upper hand. So um, explain what happens, Ash. Uh,
1: so I guess you kind of lunge. So I roll out of the way and I like kick out at your legs, knocking you back down. And I, I go, I go for the pocket. I go for your, your pocket to get the page.
3: And You get it. Yeah. yeah. So in this case, you do get All right.
1: it. And then I crumple it into a ball and I throw it at Hal. And, Hal here. You've got to read you. It's up to you. You've got to read from the book. Take it and go, take it and go, now!
2: I don't know how Hal fully reacts to it, but Hal catches it in midair, uncrumples it, and what does the page look like? Should I investigate or pry or something?
3: It looks, um, you don't, you don't have to investigate what your eyes can see, uh, which is something that a 13-year-old would think is very deep. <laughs> um,
2: I meant to, like, interpret what it means more than, more than look and realize I am holding a piece of paper.
3: Um, it just has, it just has, uh, Latin on the page. There's no images, um, maybe a few different, like, runes on the page itself, but there's no information to make you understand what you will be reading here.
2: I can't read this.
1: Sarah was reading it just fine. Um, I don't. I was going to say, are we. Like. <laughs> I don't know. How, how are we having this conversation?
2: Do I need to back um, away?
3: Uh, you are holding. I think you are holding Sarah down okay. uh, while.
1: Look, we don't have time for this. Sarah was able to read it. You're right. Sarah
2: <laughs> did read it and summoned an army of zombies.
1: Yes, and Jim told that's us that's frogs. the page that was missing that will put them back.
2: Jim didn't have a distinct knowledge of what every bespoke page in this book is.
1: How there is not a lot of time here!
2: Sarah are zomb- is much are, are, bigger than me! Are the zombies doing anything? Because I assume they were only moving when under control of the Necronomicon, correct?
3: The zombies are just watching. Intently, though.
1: And that's probably not like, all of them, and also lightning is still happening, and presumably making more. Yeah. This is just going to continue to help. I don't know how long I'm going to be
2: able to... I take a break and I look. What's happening?
3: Uh, the zombies and Aunt Sarah are all starting to, like, curl up in pain as you're reading this.
2: I… Delaney, I made a promise they wouldn't get hurt. I can't do this.
0: That's right.
2: Um… Well, don't encourage it. Now you're kind of asking to be killed. Ow.
0: No. There you go. Um, Um… I'm still, like, holding uh, you down, (laughs) like…
3: I think at this point, Sarah does have a chance to roll again if you want to try to escape and attack again.
0: I would like to um, oh man you, you can roll for attack I want to I want to attack Ash They are holding me down. Yep. Now it's a 9 plus Ooh. 3. 9 plus 9 plus 3
3: yeah. so Just a 12. That's okay. full
0: success. That's a 12.
3: So um this is this is the situation that's going to happen and Scotty Uh, Hal gets to decide what happens in this, this whole situation. What? Uh, (laughs) so, you get to do exactly what you want to do. But you have a book to stop it from happening. Is it murderous what's happening,
2: or is it just beating up and getting away?
3: Uh, go ahead, tell me what happens.
0: I literally just throw Ash off of me and then beat them in the face until they stop. Sarah!
3: As Sarah is just punching Ash in the face and it is just violent. Hal, what do you do? Ash.
0: Sarah. Hal, do not read that page. Don't.
2: Quit beating the hell out of Ash, then.
0: I don't know what my other options
2: were. Not that. Like, I know you're a zombie, so, like, the brain isn't working that good, but you had a lot of other options. You had so many other options of what you could have done here. You realize that, right?
0: You said I wasn't gonna get hurt, and then I was just in so much pain. And I
2: stopped once I realized you were in pain. The same thing you should have done for Ash. But you didn't. You fell down the same trap every single other fucking person does and relegates themselves to just, well, if talking doesn't work, I will just use my fists.
0: Talking never worked with Ash.
2: It did for me. And I need you to trust that. Fine. All right, we've got to figure this out. And I tentatively approach the beaten Ash Delaney and
3: pull Sarah away. Um, Ash, you have taken four harm.
2: That's a uh, still got that med kit, bud.
1: Steep. Okay, I got two. I got two more squares left before I'm dead. <laughs>
2: Um, I go to the Ford Fiesta, and I assume, given the fact that they didn't have anything, that their med kit would be in the Fiesta.
3: Would you have that? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that makes sense. Um, May, uh, Megan, would Ash kind of keep it with the Ford Fiesta?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Why
2: not? <laughs> uh, I go get it, and I bring it back over, and I begin patching up Ash, which is not exactly my specialty, but... Do I have to roll for that? Yeah.
3: So, uh, seven to nine, you reduce harm by one tick. So, by utilizing… So, tell me what to do… What you do to kind of get Ash to more stable. They are bleeding heavily, um, in the face, and, um, there's, like, some smelling salts in there. There's some, some other things just to kind of, uh… Um, I think uh, immediately,
2: immediately it's gauze. It's immediately trying to wrap up the head and bring a little bit, prevent any excess bleeding from happening. Um, then crack open one of the cold packs so that starts getting cold. Put that on the the forehead, I guess, because now it's like a migraine. Um, and then finally smelling salts to
3: wake them back up. And, uh, Ash wakes
1: up. <coughs> hey, bud. <sighs> How did you do it?
2: I kind of just look over (laughs) at that point at Sarah, and I say, wait, hold on, hold on, it's… I think there has to be another way. We always keep taking the obvious choice here. Hell, that's what this entire department seems to be about, is taking the obvious choice. If there is a dragon, we slay it. If there's a monster in Loch Ness, we hunt it down, but I… I don't think this can be that easy. We can't take the most simple option here.
1: I have a head wound, so I don't know how much of this I'm processing.
3: And as you were saying this too, more lightning bolts are hitting around town.
1: Like, uh, Ash is still real, like, they're not here. They're just like, you have to, you have yeah, to, it's, how… it's up to you. When you
2: were reading from that book, Sarah, did you feel in control? Did you feel like what you decided for these zombos was what they wanted, or...?
0: No, they just stood there. Well, they did... And I wasn't even going for zombies. Well,
2: fair point. Surely there has to be something in here about sentience or... What happens when a zombie actually realizes what they are and remembers they're human? There has to be some other way.
3: As, as you're saying that, as you've, as you mentioned that they, um, that you really didn't have any control over these zombies, they all turn to you, Hal. And they start walking slowly towards you.
2: Sarah, do you want to live forever? Because you seem like you've been pretty tired of this world's bullshit for the past few days.
0: I used to like being alive, but this time it's kind of different.
2: Yeah. It's a lot more to process and a lot more stuff coming to light for you, I'm sure, but... I just... I don't want to see you go if you don't want to, but... I don't know if there's anything here for you yet. Or, I don't know if there's anything here for you anymore. If there's anything you have left to do, I'll take care of it. You can trust me.
0: Can you tell my mom I love
2: her? Where does she live? Alright, well, if that's all you need, I'll take care of it. Trust me. Thank you. Now, if you don't mind, can you use your superpower zombie strength to fight off those zombies behind me while I finish reading this?
0: I guess. Hell
2: yeah! That's the Sarah Watterson I know! Uh, high five, and then I pull back out the
3: paper. So, and while you're doing that, uh, I need you to roll one more time for attack. Okay, six plus
0: three is nine. Dope. Yeah.
3: So, you fend off these zombies for a little bit, but you get to choose one, and I get to choose one.
0: Okay. An ally takes harm by accident.
3: Uh, Tell me how you uh, start running these zombies off.
0: Oh, just brute force decking them with my strength, just in the face, one after the other, their heads flying off.
2: They pull out the stop sign that Hal
3: was unable to Excalibur earlier.
0: <laughs> yes, I pull out the stop sign, and I just start beating them with it.
3: Um, as this is happening, um, you are able to fend off a significant number of these zombies, um, but they start overwhelming you. The ally that takes harm by accident is you. The zombies dig into your undead skin as they try to reach Hal Bishop. They pull you under. The next thing that happens is the target gains the upper hand. As this is happening, they, this gives you enough time to deal with this. But Sarah has been overwhelmed by these zombies. Hal Bishop, what do you do?
2: I read from the paper sorrowfully because, I mean, fuck. Like, it's been shown throughout the episode, the kind of ties Sarah and Hal have, so... But he just sighs and says, mume ke sahibe rubo kiki gekupo be." Gooby, shit, she was right, this is hard to read. Nikipe, K, nene.
3: And as you are reading these words on this page, um, they, the zombies all start uh, writhing in pain. Until they aren't. All the bodies have stopped moving. a pile of dead bodies lay next to the ma- National Mall and the clouds begin to clear up. How speechless. Coop,
2: can you I know this probably isn't exactly what you wanted to do today, but can you get lady in the car and make sure they don't end up like the rest of them? Yeah. Uh, Hal then stands and kind of walks over to the massive pile of zombies and just kind of leans down and tries to... F- I assume Sarah is easily found?
3: It takes a little bit of, like, uh, quite a few different bodies to... to- lean past but as you as you kind of like lift an arm over and push a body over you find her face
2: I assume unresponsive well kid you did good kind of not a handshake exactly kind of like the uh, the, (laughs) you son of a bitch arm hand grab with biceps from the Schwarzenegger film and then goes back to getting the Ford Fiesta, and we uh, we take Delaney to a hospital.
3: A week has passed since the confrontation at the graveyard. Local news agencies quickly picked up on the story of dozens of dead bodies being found around the National Mall. The government used the storm as an excuse for the bodies, saying that they were brought to the surface due to the incredible amount of rain. Mostly everyone bought into that story, save for a few conspiracy theorists that seemed to have seen through the lies. After the confrontation, Ash Delaney was quickly rushed to a nearby hospital. Today, they have received the go-ahead from their doctor to be let out. A wave of relief has washed over the entire hospital staff as they learned this news.
1: They don't. They don't do super well confined to a bed. <laughs> not not the optimum Delaney environment. So, uh, uh, how, how are you picking? Are you picking Ash up?
2: I am. Um, it's probably like the first time Hal has been there <laughs> in a few. <laughs> um
1: yeah. Fair. Hal's
2: been doing some investigating of his own. Hal has been like. You know, I probably need to be prepared in case some stuff pops off in the future. So I've spent some time actually reading documents and whatnot.
3: Well, we'll discuss that in scene, not prior to this. So, okay. So, um, so, don't I think... do
2: my job, bitch. Charles <laughs> Kelly 2022.
3: Yeah. So I think a good way of us to do this, I, I love the scene of like Ash. In a like a wheelchair, even if they don't need it, just being pushed out by like one of the 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 hospital staff. Yeah,
1: well, because that's what they that's what they do to you. Like they have to wheel you out, even if you like technically don't need it. Um, they probably have like a sling and like their foot's probably like they're probably not in a cast, maybe, but they're definitely in like a boot, das, das boot. And yeah, they're being wheeled out and they're just bitching the whole way, where it's like. Okay. Okay. Yes. I, you know, I could this would have been faster if we had yep. walked. You mm-hmm. realize that, right?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, walking. Mm. Telling telling me how to do my job here at the hospital once again. Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, agent Delaney, was it? Yeah. It's going to be, I'm so, so glad that you are feeling better and I hope that you're going to have just a wonderful day not at the hospital.
1: I'm going to miss you too, Michael. We've had just a delightful d- just relationship <laughs> bloom between us this past week. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It's it's Dr. Michael. Thank you very thank you very much. Uh Agent Delaney, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here at the hospital.
1: Okay, I'm going to I'm going to get up now. From the that's my ride over there. The, the car that cool. looks like it's about to, to fall to pieces. So I'm going to get up now from the wheelchair. Are we cool?
3: Yeah, get get the... Get, have a wonderful day.
1: And <laughs> you as well, Dr. Michael. And uh, Ash hobbles their way to the Ford Fiesta. Ugh. Finally. Oh, Thank you for picking me up, Bishop. And they're trying to kind of play off like... Ye- this is fairly normal. This is how we always are.
2: <laughs> Not for nothing. They said you were supposed to be in there for like four weeks. What the hell have you done to them to force them to release you after a week?
1: Oh, did I just we had I had a conversation with them as adults often do. And also I did. You know, I, I, I didn't like a lot of like the painkillers and things that they wanted to give me because, you know, I kind of felt like it dulled my edge. So there were a couple times where I did wake up in the middle of the night, delirious, threatening to stab a nurse for green jello. So that that also probably made them want to uh, not have me around. So, you know, what worked win-win, worked well for everybody.
2: So that explains the phone call I got of the very upset, crying nurse, who was, I believe, threatened to be shivved. So, awesome. Uh, just take you back to the office, let you go do work. I mean, I know I can't really stop you from being you at this point, so what's well, next? I, how
1: How have you been? What, what have you been up to while I have been, uh, other, otherwise occupied? Uh, holding down
2: the fort all right? I... I have been doing what, um, I feel like it sh- should have really been my first week here, and I've actually been studying up. I've been reading uh, all of the cases and filing all of everything away. I have been archiving all of your past misadventures as they were. One bizarre one, uh, it it was about a, a man named Joel Hayes. They it said his name was Sparky. I didn't say what. Didn't say what ended up of him.
1: Are, are you? Are you be? Are you being sarcastic? Are you being a sassy boy?
2: <sighs> it's kind of my permanent state at this point, Delaney. But <sighs> reading through your files, there were a lot of things omitted, a lot of things left out, and even while doing the most insane bottom-of-the-iceberg level of research I could, I still feel in the dark. I have been here for months at this point, and as much as you want to look at me and say, partner, and say that we're a team here, I I can't help but feel disposable at this point. I can't help but feel like some sort of human shield more than anything else. you weren't being
1: a very good human shield if that was your job. But, uh, anyway. I suppose I understand that to a degree. I mean, secrets, if you haven't been able to tell, are kind of a, a big part of the job. And it's not as if you have been 100% straightforward with me either, Hal.
2: What are you talking about?
1: Well, um, I'd wanted to talk to you about it before, but there really wasn't time. Uh, Agent Winters is aware that you have never worked for the CIA, which is something that I have also known for quite some time.
2: Oh, good. I was worried you were just stupid. <laughs> You see. <laughs> Delaney, I'm afraid of blood. I've never killed a human being. I have not made it exactly a secret that I lied when I said that I was part of the CIA. And.
1: And these are all the yet- reasons that Megan found this out outside of canon <laughs> and solved your, your bishop puzzle.
2: <laughs> and. You never talked to me about it. You never asked me about it. At the end of the day, if I was in your position in this type of government organization and I found out somebody lied about what I assume was my qualifying force to get me into the Department of the Weird, I would confront them about that pretty quickly. But once again, seems like that doesn't matter. Seems like um, I don't matter, and I'm sure when Agent Winters confronted you about this literal felony, you just blew it off instead of trying to, trying to protect me.
1: I wouldn't worry about Agent Winters. I think she'll, she won't be an issue, but I mean, how, when you first showed up, I didn't say anything because I don't know. I was kind of interested, and I go through partners at a fairly steady clip, as you've noticed. And then, of yeah. course, when you talked about being, you know, an orphan, I, I don't. I don't know. I had like a soft spot, and then, and then it turns out, you know, you're you're very good at the job, and you know, the the director also definitely knows hasn't said anything and i trust them and i trust you you know and the things, wait, you, wait. the things you don't know that you have felt in the dark about have kind of been me trying to protect you but here's the no, um, oh, go ahead you you first <laughs>
2: Wait, I, I'm sorry. You said the director knows I'm not CIA.
1: Oh, they have. They would have to.
2: Then why am I here?
1: Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing, right? There must be some reason. So.
2: Okay. Um,
1: and since you know we uh, get on fairly well, and you're good at your job, I've just been kind of willing to let it ride. And clearly, I've you know drone attached to you oh that still feels a bit weird um but but anyway you're right there is a lot about this job that you don't know because you haven't been told and part of that was its own form of protection because well there's there's difficult aspects to this job where you have to make the hard choices and with sarah you you made the hard choice and i i'm sorry that i put you in that position where you had to but now i know you can and now i think you're ready to find out what you don't know if you want
2: Well, you've got plenty of time to tell me, and I've pulled up to the Department of Transportation at this point, because I have got one hell of a drive ahead of me at this point, but if you want to continue playing parent and coddle me and protect me from the evil vampires of the world, you can go in, go back to work, but if you're my partner, we can head to upstate New York together.
1: What's, what's an upstate New York?
2: A promise that I intend to keep.
3: We cut to two nights before Ash read from the Necronomicon. It's late, probably two in the morning. The graveyard is quiet and secluded. But even with the quiet that surrounds him, the man digging up Sarah Watterson's grave is still nervous that someone may spot him. He's never done anything like this before. He opens the casket, revealing the rotting corpse of Sarah Watterson, her face gaunt with multiple holes piercing through her cheeks. The man puts on a single black latex glove and pulls out a baggie filled with some sort of blue moss from his jacket pocket. He pulls out the moss with the glove and places it directly on Sarah Watterson's exposed hand. It glows slightly and we quickly begin to see some color pour back into Sarah's skin before he closes the casket back up. He fills the grave, leaving the dirt loose like he was instructed. As he finishes placing the last scoop, his phone rings. Hey, uh, perfect timing. I uh, I was just finishing up. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I picked it up from that other guy you were working with, and uh, yeah, he told he told me how you he got it from someone else who seems to be working with you too. Uh, <laughs> you really uh, you have a bunch of people who are asking for your help. Broken. Yep, yep, you're right. Uh, you told me not to ask any questions. I I'm sorry.
0: Remember
3: last step. Okay, so all I need to do now is drop. This package off, not this morning, but tomorrow in the mail room at the Department of Transportation. Yeah? Label Ash Delaney. Okay, label it to Ash Delaney. I got it, got it. Um, And I'm guessing this Ash Delaney is is, uh, working with you too? No. Wait, yeah, you're right, you're right. No more questions. Okay, okay. Uh, so, drop this off, and then you're going to hold up your end of the bargain and get my sister to the top of the transplant list, and then we're done. Wow. Thanks. Huh. This, was, uh, this was pretty simple, all things considering. Uh, if there's anything else that I can do for you, you know, let me know. Once you deliver the book, you will fulfill our deal. Your sister's deal. We are finished. Unless you'd like to make another deal.
0: The Weird is created, produced, and written by Charles Joseph Kelly. This chapter's introduction was written by Megan Danger. Ash Delaney is played by Megan Danger. Hal Bishop is played by Scotty Moore. Cheyenne Madej is played by Nancy Dreckman. The narrator is played by Lee Shackelford. Guest starring Shelby Taylor as Sarah Watterson. Everyone else is played by Charles Kelly. Thanks for joining the Weird Y'all. This has been a listener-supported production of Loudspeaker Studios. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.org.